and whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're choosing and creating, whatever vibration that is, it's either in or out of alignment. Your experience of that choice is your indication of, of where you're vibrating. If you're in fear and you're living a, a life that you can't stand sitting in the back room of a, a gray room with no windows, with a, a little door and you're sitting in a typewriter all day and you're miserable, that's an out of alignment position for you because you're miserable. If you're feeling anything, anything, anything other than joy, peace, love, excitement, passion, abundance, you are out of alignment with who you are. Hello, Cindy. A warm welcome to the show. Oh, Yannicka, thank you so much. So nice to be here. Thanks for having us. I'm really looking forward to get to meet you. Like you said, thank you for having us because I know that you are channeling Joseph. Yeah. And what I found interesting about that is that you write on your website and the, some interviews that I watched with you that these are the evolved teachings of Seth and Abraham. Yeah. And that that really caught my uh, curiosity because I've been following Abraham a bit, not so much yeah. Seth, but I believe that Seth was uh, came earlier than Abraham and that it sort of started with Seth in a way, this whole channeling thing or like that was one of the first channelings um, that got really well known. Uh, and I, I would like to start there to if you could talk a little bit to uh, what that entails, that they're, they're, they are the involvement mm, of Seth and Abraham. Yeah, they are actually the evolved consciousness. So they tell us that, um, you know, we can look at it as uh, Seth began with you create your own reality. Now, Seth's teachings were amazing to begin with, but their mainstay, I think, the thing that most people connected with was that you create your own reality. And then Abraham came in and blew it up, you know, and based on timing, it's all based on timing and the readiness of the uh, human collective to understand, you know, our level of awareness to understand. So as we focus on those messages on that consciousness of who we really are, it expands, it continues to expand, of course, it is source. And so there are, uh, they told me early on when they told me that they were Abraham, that story's long and there's a lot of, uh, turns and twists and really cool things that happened along the way. Um, but when they told me who they were, they said, we will expose, that was my word, not necessarily theirs, we will expose who we are, meaning uh, the tail end of Abraham, uh, so to speak. It's the encompassing consciousness of that. So we, so you can understand more about who you are. And that is that we are eternal consciousness. We are eternal vibration of source that continues to expand our awareness of that consciousness. So as the consciousness expands, of course, every message that is held in vibrational agreement in that consciousness expands too, and will be continued to be taught. Um, you know, there are a lot of channels and teachers and all kinds of modalities that are now teaching from this consciousness because it is our avenue 
to the new earth where we are headed next. We are breaking ground, so to speak. We are we are cutting, I, I consider it a, that we are holding the machete and we are cutting our a new pathway to the fourth and then fifth dimension because we have always been uh, journeying through the third dimension of contrast. So the messages all connect, obviously, as we expand, the message expands and we understand and discover more of that. So that's why they expose themselves that way to tell us that. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, and I get curious because I, I assume that Esther Hicks is still uh, channeling Abraham. So is she then uh, channeling a part of that collective and you're another part or channeling sort of the the same being, uh, and I know I'm asking really from a left brain understanding, but uh, my rational mind just wants to understand. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, well, I can't speak for Esther, but I can tell you what I understand it to be, because there are there are others who are like Benny Ferguson. I'm sure you know who Benny is, or maybe you do. He was on Alex's show. Um, wonderful channel of Abraham too. He is also teaching Abraham. So as the consciousness, again, we have to look at it from a vibrational perspective. As the consciousness expands, you know, this is a really big subject. And there is, we teach the uh, we're really teaching the evolution of the human aspect. So we have added a bunch of, uh, God, what's the word? Um, uh, discovery points, we'll say, to this consciousness that lead us forward. But there are so many in the collective that are, aren't aware of Abraham or Seth. But we continue to expand and we continue. So there are people, everybody's on their own unique path. So Esther is teaching a specific um, vibrational vantage point of this consciousness, as are we, and as is Benny, and as are so many others. There are still people teaching the Seth material, you know, because the message doesn't really change, it evolves. You know, so anybody can step in and pick up at a level where they can understand it, that their level of awareness is in agreement with that particular vibration. You know, as a teacher, that uh, through your own personal journey um, of spiritual learning, I'm sure you have had, like all of us, we've had many, many teachers along the way. And those teachers change as we evolve, as we expand, we move on to a new teacher. Right. So it's the same concept as that. It's the same. Mm. Concept. We're just going in a new direction. I love that because I was thinking while I was meditating, meditating before we were going to meet, like I, I seldom hear channelers channel the same being. And I, I found that that uh, like good news because it's always a new being that I'm like, okay, who is that? And who is that? But, which actually makes sense because we're so many different souls and human beings. So why wouldn't there all also be higher beings that want to come through? Like the universe is limitless, right? So I would like to uh, jump over to something completely different. I I'm curious about your path into this uh because today you know you're working you're meeting me super early it's like seven o'clock at your place because you have booked the whole day with clients you know doing this work channeling for people but that wasn't always the case and i find it so interesting that like how do you start getting into that career 
it's not for everyone, right? And yeah. I know that you were in advertising and this was like far away from what you're doing right now. So can you tell us the story? It, the, the story. Well, <coughs> excuse me. The story is uh, the the advertising. I was uh, I was on the creative side, and I was I actually sat down to write a newspaper article one evening on my laptop, and I was sitting there thinking about what headline I was going to write, and all of a sudden I just started typing, and it started with "Dear Cindy," and nine pages later, that's how they began speaking to me, and it was very odd because it was all about me, it was all about my life, and it was I didn't understand it. But it was so interesting, you know, so I kept doing that every night I would call. And of course, my questions, who are you? What do you want? What is this? What's going on? You know, all these questions. And they kept saying from the beginning, we are you. Um, we are you live it, live it, live it, you know, a bunch of stuff. I mean, it was just it went on like that for several years. Finally, in probably 2014, 15, I don't even remember. 16 maybe even they said that they were abraham now they had led me um uh led me they pushed me actually it's really funny they pushed me to the abraham material on hay house i would at work i was listening to hay house radio every day and so they led me to esther's show on there and i didn't know who she was um, but all of a sudden I was inundated with Esther Hicks, Esther Hicks, every time I turned around. So I finally said, okay, okay. So I turned on that show and I immediately connected with it. It was, it felt like it was part of me. And so I got very involved. And after about a year of soaking that up, going to workshops, reading their books, listening incessantly, sorry, turn my fan on, listening incessantly to um, their teachings, uh, finally, one evening they said, we are Abraham. And I kind of laughed and, you know, you say, yeah, right. You know, cause I'm thinking Esther is this big, huge deal, which of course she is, she wouldn't say that, but, um, you know, so I, so that took several months for me to understand, but they, they kept telling me that, and I could feel the familiarity in that vibration. Finally, to make a long story short, finally, I went to see Paul Selig. I had a, a Zoom session with him, actually. And I was telling him about this relationship I was forming with, with Abraham. And I had no doubts at all. It was nothing, uh, no question. And his immediate reaction was, I don't think that's the way it works. Um, Abraham belongs to Esther. I, I, I think you're misunderstanding mm -hmm. something. And I got this pit in my stomach. I was like, you got to be kidding me. After all this time, you know, it was crazy. So he said, let me go to the guides. And the guides immediately said, there is a group who is trying to teach through her. She must ask for their name. So then I was very confused, as you can imagine. So I got home that night and sat down with my laptop and I typed two words to my group. And I said, what gives? And they said, we are indeed Abraham. Every channel does not know what every other channel is up to. So Paul understands it the way he understands it. And in a sense, he is correct. But we will, we are Abraham, and we will reveal our name at the perfect time. So of course, I believed them, and I was still confused. I'm like, what are you talking about? So a few days later, I was typing with them, and all of a sudden, Esther's face was right in front of me, right in front of me, just with this big smile on. And I was kind of moving around trying to see the screen. And I'm saying to myself, why am I seeing Esther? 
And they responded, they said, you are seeing the lovely Esther because we don't have a face yet. And we will reveal that to you at the perfect time. Now it's all unfolding, right? A few days later, sitting outside, just soaking up the sunshine. And I see this visual in front of me of these, you know, those propeller planes that fly over the beach, you know, with the banners on the end. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm watching this and it was beautiful. It was just against this bright blue sky. It was beautiful. And the first banner said Seth, the second banner said Abraham, and the third banner was blank. And they said, that's us. Then all of a sudden I understood everything kind of came together. It was like the completion of this puzzle of who they were, what they're doing. They are in succession. They are the expanded version of this consciousness. And they refer to themselves as Joseph. Then a month later, they said, we want you to go to the beach. Yay. Go to the beach for a month and write the first book, which I did. And when they signed the welcome letter for the on the first book, they said, we are Joseph. And that was their, I'm getting all goosebumpy now. Um, that was their revelation to me of who they are. So that's the unfolding. And so the career, as you mentioned, as you uh, deem it, um, we don't call it that. We, and I say to them, I used to say to them, I know this is my job. And they say, I always say, Cindy, this is not your job. This is who you are. So, and it's for all of us that way, you know, in the, from the fifth dimensional perspective, there are no jobs, there's just purpose. You know, everything created by source has a unique purpose. So from there, um, I just followed their lead, you know, which is why they called their book series, Allow Your Soul to Lead. I didn't know how important that was until the past couple of years, frankly. And uh, they came out in 2018 and we are on a trek to the new earth and it just unfolds. The problem with um, most of us humans um, is that we try, you know, we are so, uh, we are taught that we must work hard and forge ahead and, you know, everything is a struggle and effort and we teach the exact opposite. You know, it's not that way at all. If we keep our hands off it and allow it to unfold, it, it unfolds perfectly in perfect divine timing. If we allow our souls to be involved in our day-to-day -day life, which is what part of what we teach. So that's the crux of it. Fascinating story. Um, yeah, I believe that we are very much influenced by our beliefs that it should be hard and we have to earn a living and uh, what we do is what we earn money for and it's lovely if we can enjoy that a little bit like that is the society that we have and uh, I teach also to awaken to your soul's purpose because I cannot imagine anymore living a life where I'm not living on purpose like it does not make any yeah. sense to me. <laughs> uh, and I think we will become depressed not by being in alignment with our deeper truth, actually, that we get sick and we get ailments and all sorts of yeah. symptoms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, what would you say to those who are a bit confused by different teachings that different channelers are bringing forward, uh, especially when it comes to manifestation? I know that uh, Abraham has a certain way of talking about manifestation, uh, while others are speaking more about this... Uh, it could be the surrendering or some are more focused on action. And sometimes it seems like there can be some contradictions. 
so what do you say to those who are a bit confused? Like, who should I follow? What should I believe? Every teaching has a purpose. First of all, there is no good or bad teaching. Every teaching has a purpose because we are all unique and we're, we are unique in our own vibration. So the teaching that resonates with you in particular or with any specific person, if there is a teaching out there, there is a student for that teaching. And it's all about uh, what resonates with you, what feels right to you, just like we said before, as you're coming up through the stages or what we refer to as the events of your spiritual evolution. Those events are events of vibrational understanding. And when you reach a certain level of understanding, you naturally move forward to the next level of understanding. You're like this, you're you're, you're understanding more and more and more. And the more you understand, the more you understand, the more there is to understand. So there is, there is resonation. And we teach that as vibrational agreement. When there is vibrational agreement, which is the agreement between the soul of you, which is the collective you, the collective me, we are an aspect of the soul, which is an aspect of God, right? And so when, when we are here discovering and understanding, uh, the more we understand about our soul's purpose, we understand about our purpose as the human aspect of the soul. So as we increase and continue to discover our soul's vibration, we change teachers because we all have a different purpose. Our purpose is to teach this uh, evolution of the human aspect. Your purpose is huge. You open this platform for all kinds of teaching. You see them popping out of the woodwork now because people are waking up and standing up and saying, I know there's more, lead me somewhere. That's what we would recommend to everybody is to allow your soul to guide you to the teaching that is in agreement with where you are today. You know, because every teaching has a different purpose. And if it doesn't resonate, you know, we get not so much anymore. But in, in past interviews, we have we hear the comments that, you know, oh, that's a fake. Nobody channels like that. That That's a level of awareness of lack of understanding of who they really are it has nothing to do with us. So we are teaching the blended vibration of the soul and the human aspect, which is where we're moving. You know, we are moving into this new pathway. So we would say that every single teaching, regardless of what it is, has a very unique purpose. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't resonate with you, we say move past it, mm -hmm. you know, just move past. You know when something resonates with you right. because it's vibrational and your soul, that's your soul knocking on your door saying this one, this one. <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense because it's all about that empowerment, like what does resonate with me instead of like, oh, who has the truth? Like going out there is more like going in there. What yes. is ringing true for me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's truth is different. Truth is found in vibrational agreement. That's the true, tr that's the true truth of the universe, vibrational agreement. There's no judgment there. There's no right or wrong. There is your truth. And the vibrational agreement is the truth. And it is indication of your creative vibration in every moment. If that, if that makes sense to you, we are always creating in every moment vibrationally, you know, and we teach either in your, you're choosing 
the vibration, the thought, the belief that is either in or out of alignment with your soul's vibration, the vibration of who you really are. And whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're choosing and creating, whatever vibration that is, it's either in or out of alignment. And your experience of that choice is your indication of, of where you're vibrating. You know, if you're in fear and you're living a, a life that you can't stand sitting in the back room of a, you know, a, a gray room with no windows, with a, a little door and you're sitting in a typewriter all day and you're miserable, that's an out of alignment position for you because you're miserable. You know, so this is a, if, if you're feeling anything, anything, anything other than joy, peace, love, excitement, passion, abundance, you are out of alignment with who you are. Hmm. And so that is your indication. So the vibrational agreement is telling you there is no manifestation if there is no vibrational agreement. So whatever you are experiencing is a vibrational agreement of your choices. Getting off on a tangent here. I'm sorry. Um, Interesting. We tend, we tend to do that. Yeah, sorry. So, so I didn't realize that you were channeling already, but you must yeah, be always. to say we. Oh, okay. Yeah, always. We are blended. You know, we are blended. It took me a long time to get to this point. So we are, we are, we are exampling and if you know in the first book they said that and i didn't know what it meant at that point when they said if you will watch we will example the new human for you um and little did i know i actually had to do something you know but uh -huh. uh, what, they're, what they're um what they're showing us and teaching what they've taught me and showing us is the blended version which is the new aspect of us who will live on the new earth which is a vibrational being that is still physical. You can get wrap your head around that. They're already existing in places, even here on Earth. But the um, the blendedness, which means that I can. There are two parts to our physical vibration. One is in agreement with the third dimension, and it, it is made up of all of our experiences, our beliefs that we've had in the third dimension, our teachings, the understandings, our teachings of the Bible, religious, everything that we're taught, mostly out of alignment up to this point. And then we have the soul vibration of us. That is who we always are. You know, I'm sure you've heard and your audience has heard, you are always your soul, in other terms sometimes, you're always your soul, and sometimes you're human. Sometimes we have a body, but we are always our soul. They're talking in terms of vibration and that. So up to this point, the human aspect journeying through the third dimension has been dominant in the contrasting vibration, leading with the contrasting choices. And which is why we have the chaos we have now, which is why there is war and famine and abuse and everything that's out of alignment with love that you can tell that's the manifestation, that's the vibrational agreement. Well, you can choose to be and participate in that realm or not. And you do that through your focus. So what we are exampling is the blended vibration. I can, I can go back and forth just by way of my focus. Now, when you ask us a question, is Joseph answering? Uh, but that doesn't mean that I'm not totally conscious and, and, and aware of what is going on and i mean they're using my mouth you know so i'm totally I'm part of the conversation i just kind of step aside and they answer but it's always a blended answer it is um it is to 
um, deliver this message so we, the human aspect, can understand it. Um, and it's a big shift. We're going through a shift in perspective, you know, from the human collective. I seldom do this, but I, I felt the nerd to actually ask a personal question and also about uh, wisdom from North, because sometimes I, I just get amazed by my story that I started out as a musical theater artist and I thought that was my dream. And I think this can be helpful for people watching as well, because I really thought that that was my purpose. And when I got nodules on my voice and I got depressed in my twenties, I thought my life was over. Uh, it was just so dark. And here I am starting Wisdom from North, these interviews when I, in 2012, um, that has been a long journey. And I did interview after interview, and then I stopped a little bit doing YouTube interviews, and I started focusing more on my Norwegian audience and creating courses, stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, I just felt that I missed YouTube so much, and I came back in March and started making videos again, and yeah. it just came over me. And it seems like this is something I'm not controlling, and I've never actually known why I'm doing this. Uh, and I've always felt a little bit different than my friends and as people in Norway who are like just having, you know, normal careers. And I, I remember someone was saying like, what is Janneke doing now? You know, <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, I get that too, <laughs> as you can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any words about like, uh, I, I feel that this is my purpose. I really feel like I, I am on purpose. It just seems so well orchestrated. It certainly is. And we want to offer this to you and also to your audience that everybody's purpose, your purpose is expansion, is expansion of you as your current human aspect. And so your purpose is joy. Your purpose is joy and expansion of your soul. Okay, that's your that's your underlying purpose. Everybody has the same purpose. We're expanding. Okay, we're expanding the universe. Every time you, Yannicka, think of love, the entire universe expands. Now we can't fathom that. But when you talk about your individual um, joys, we'll call them, because the purpose is joy. So we say, whatever brings you joy. So when you started, um, this was always on your path and, your, and, and the use of your voice was always on your path. But there is a timing. There is a specific timing more now than ever before because of, our, because of the collective movement forward on our new path to a new realm of experience that we've not had before. Every time we've come back, lifetime after lifetime, we've experienced new realms, we've experienced shifts in consciousness. You have been going through it, through every lifetime you've had. But those shifts in consciousness have always been to a new realm of a new vibrational timeline, let's say, that is in the same realm, the same third dimension, still in contrast. Well, here we are approaching the fourth dimension and everything changes. And so the preparation for this particular shift that will go on for generations, you know, um, <clears throat> is the pre is the timing and and the the I will say the biggest part of that in this lifetime is the recognition of who we are and how we blend our consciousness, our vibration to allow the soul of us who knows where we're going, because this 
this movement forward into this new realm, we have no experience with as this aspect. So you don't know, you don't know, you know, when we come back in the third dimension, we know it's all contrast and we know we expect it to be hard. We expect it. We keep recreating all that stuff, but we continue to expand. But this time you have been preparing for your purpose as a human aspect, leading the human collective for many lifetimes, many, many lifetimes. And when you came in, your love of music and your love of that, hmm, we don't really like the word industry, but Cindy can't think of another one that fits, but um, of that segment of opportunity of experience, let's say, is thrilling and joyful for you. That's why you chose it. And that does, and just because you have stopped for the moment doesn't mean that your voice will not be used as it is, as is being used now, because now this is your joy. So you have expanded, you have expanded your um, awareness of who you are by adding this back into your mix. Now, as you move forward, it will continue to expand and you will understand that your first years in the what you thought was your purpose is your purpose because it's joy. Whatever brings you joy, we say, do it, do it, do it, whatever brings you joy. And your experience as that, as that, will lend a role, a big important role, actually, as you expand this portion of this segment of your own evolution on your path. Now, a lot of people um, will say, well, she didn't really say anything, but we're actually saying a lot because this segment, for everybody out there, we're telling you, <clears throat> Our clients come and say, what is my purpose? What's next for me? What's next for me? And we say the same thing all the time. Focus on your own alignment. Focus on your own alignment. We don't tell you what your path is. You discover it. This, this is so important for the next step on our evolution, the human aspect evolution for everybody. The purpose, your eternal purpose is expansion. Always, always, always. How you choose to get there is unique to you. And we say, when you focus on your own alignment, you discover all the opportunities. That's where everything is. That's where all the ideas are. That's where the unfolding is. So when you ask us how this all unfolded for Cindy, we tell you that um, by her just focusing on us and the evolution of our relationship it has unfolded simultaneously because when she is focused on us, she is focused on alignment and alignment with your soul, focused on love, focused on joy and happiness. This is why Esther says, just get happy because you cannot be out of alignment when you're, when you're happy. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yes, yeah, so this is all unfolding for you. And we would, we would uh, say to you that the, misnomer that it that your life is hard and there is always struggle when you have that belief this is the uh, experience you will create from that belief because of course there is no judgment you know the god that everybody thinks will save them is saying i love you so much i'm allowing you to choose mm -hmm. you choose and when he said i put before you life and death choose life we evolve that teaching to you have a choice in each moment, in or out of alignment. Choose alignment. Choose love in all resolution. And you will discover your path. And we will tell you, and we will tell all of you, that every 
experience that you have had that brought you joy is a piece to your ongoing puzzle. Mm -hmm. Every single piece of it. And if we were to sit and tell you, like so many want us to, tell you what your next step is or who you're going to meet and marry or what job you're going to take next or where you're going to move next, that limits your own choices when we do that. So we don't do that. We, we encourage you to focus on alignment. We try to keep you in alignment by offering perspectives like our perspective of the ego, which we don't have time to get into. Very important. We, we teach you how to uh, move to alignment and stay there. You know, now none of us are ever there all the time or we wouldn't be in the third dimension, but this is where we're going. This is the next step for us. And that is to discover who we really are so we can create that new earth that we are moving forward. The Bible talks about it, you know, in Revelation. People go, oh, it's Armageddon. The whole world's done. You know, the whole world's blowing up. The whole world, we're the end of humanity. No, that's not what the Bible says. That's what he starts out saying. That's what he thinks it is. But then if you read the last chapter, it talks about the new earth, the next step. And this is where we're heading. Mm -hmm. So your path is as right now, uh, when you have this inspiration and you've had it in a strong way, and that's when you, when you can't not do it. I know. You can't not do it. So, and this is your inspiration from your soul. It brings you joy and you have brought joy to so many people and it will continue to unfold for you if you allow it. And all you have to do is continue to focus on the joy that it's bringing you. Because when you are in joy, you are, you are emitting that vibration of who you are to the entire universe. And there's, you know, Abraham teaches one in alignment is more powerful than a million who aren't. Hmm. Because that, that, that focus on alignment is where our power lies. That's where all the answers you're looking for are. That's where your whole eternal, that's your soul's eternal path is the pathway of alignment. Really, and it's a conscious choice. Yeah. Very helpful. And I hope that was helpful for everybody else. And I find it interesting because I have webinars about awakening to your soul's purpose. And I speak about the joy. And, yes. and that has, I haven't, you know, read it or heard it. Like it just came to me that joy is purpose. And I explain it also with David Hawkins map of consciousness that joy is vibrating very high. And I think that, you know, a baby is born happy and joyful and it smiles like if it's not hungry or crying or hurt, it's just joyful. And that's the nature of who we are. So when I started doing interviews and it felt joyful, I felt, how could that be wrong? Even though people around me said, but you can't earn money on that. What are you doing? That's not a real job. But I was like, but how can it be wrong to follow my joy? Like, tell me, how can that be wrong? Right, it can't uh, be. Right. And it was so intuitive. Uh, and I'm really happy that I follow that. Yeah. Okay, so I have another question that I've been curious about. And it's the concept of twin souls and soulmates. And I guess I, I'm sort of interested in it again, because now I have a partner. Uh, and he's a bit older than me. And I've started thinking that oh, you know, I, I, I really want to be with him for the rest of my life. Like that's the feeling I have right now. And then I am thinking about oh, soulmates and twin souls and is he that or is he not that? And 
do we have? Do I have another choice? Is this destiny? Like I get all these curious thoughts and I'm not asking whether he is uh, okay. a soulmate. Like that's too personal. Uh, but I'm curious about soulmates in, uh, in general because the way we met just seems like, I, I, I mean, I believe in a destiny and I believe that we have soul contracts. And when I look at how we met, how we bumped into each other again and again, like we could not miss each other. And it's just so funny. I feel like uh, the universe has humor. Uh, so it seems like so destined that we're to get together. So how would you say, how destined is these uh, meetings? And do we have uh, soulmates that we have contracted to be with for a certain amount of time? Like how set in stone is it? And how does twin flames come into this picture? Well, we would say nothing, absolutely nothing is set in stone. Nothing except things in the third dimension. Uh, nothing is set in stone because you have choice. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have choice in every moment. And this is where the, you know, the teachings can kind of mess us up. The third dimensional teachings that there is one person for every person. There's only one opportunity for love in a lifetime. And that's, that's, you know, in my words, it's kind of ridiculous to think that because when you are um, vibrating in alignment, when you are in alignment and you are in alignment, when you, and this is, you're always going to attract. Now I've been married three times, long time ago, long time ago. And I look back now and I see how we attracted each other. I see that, loved them all. They were great guys. Um, and I see now I understand the vibrational agreement that happened there. And that vibrational agreement is at the heart of everything. So if you are in a miserable relationship, um, you are, you have a, you, what I call a vile piece of your, um, it's kind of harsh, a vile uh, part of your own vibration that is attracting that out of alignment person. Uh, most of us are out of alignment, you know, so it's not a bad thing, but um, <laughs> excuse me. We're talking about vibrational attraction. It's never anybody else's fault. There's no fault anywhere. If you look at everything from, by, from a vibrational perspective, you'll understand everything and every coming together, every happening, the, the fact that you guys were bumping into each other uh, left and right, couldn't stay away from each other. That's a vibrational meeting, you know. And the meeting, the relationships, we say that every relationship um, that is formed, that comes together, whether it's in or out of alignment, is an opportunity for understanding. It's an opportunity for the ex to expand your own awareness of who you really are. So as long as you are in joy, um, then, then you are in the right spot, we would say. We would say that... <clears throat> Sorry, it's so early. Oh, sorry, I hadn't talked this morning. We would say that there are many soulmates. When you're in alignment, there are so many, but there are certainly um, uh, soul tribe travelers. There are soul travelers that you made agreements with, that you have traveled with. All of us um, have traveled with throughout many, many lifetimes. They come into our life at the perfect time. We made an agreement to assist, to help, whatever that is. Um, at a specific time when we reached a certain vibrational awareness. It's not a certain year. It's not when I turn 50, uh, you're gonna, I'm going to bump into you. It's not that at all. That has Time has nothing to do with the meetings of our potential 
bosses, partners, siblings, it's all vibrational. So we say, go with joy and never compromise your own alignment for anyone. If you're in a miserable relationship um, and you're trying to change someone, you're out of alignment, obviously. It's always about you and what you are attracting. You're always attracting who you are vibrationally in each moment. And when you're focused on alignment, you will attract others who are also focused on alignment and your relationships will be much more uh, enjoyable, much more enjoyable. Some come in for a certain amount of time um, and, and some last 40 years, but we hear many times, you know, I was married to a guy for 50 years and although I was miserable most of the time, I stuck it out. Well, I don't know anybody who thinks that that's a good thing. You know, we are here to experience joy. And if you are, uh, because of a third dimensional out of alignment teaching, experiencing an out of alignment relationship because somebody told you to, that's your choice too, obviously. So we have to think in terms of vibration. Um, and so that's where the the whole agreement comes from. I don't know, I'm going to bring this up real quick. Um, if you are a student of the conversations with God, um, and if you read that, so there's a story, there's a short story that he tells that God told him um, about the two little souls. I don't know if you, there's a little soul, it's such a cute story. I hope I don't ruin it. Um, there's a cute, it's such a cute little story. And there's a little soul talking to God and they're hanging out and he's talking about how wonderful everything is. And he looks at earth. It's something like this. I'm probably making up some of this, but it's give you the, the gist. Um, and he says, I really want to go back there, the little soul, but I know so much about love. What else can I know? He's in alignment, right? He's in heaven. As we say, he's in alignment with God. What else could I learn? I know so much. And he said, you can always learn more about love. Well, how do I do that? He said, you could. And so God says, you can learn about pain. And the little soul says, well, what is pain? And so God tells him, and the little soul just gets all welled up. I usually do too at that this time. He says, well, why would anybody ever do that to somebody else? Why would anybody hurt somebody like that? And at that moment, another little soul just, you know, scoots right in next to him. And he says, I'll do it for you. Now they're making agreements to come to earth. I'll do it for you. And the little soul says, why would you do that? And he says, because I love you and I want to help you expand. And by expanding, it's understanding pain. We understand more about love because everything's always in balance, right? And so the little soul says, how could I ever repay you for doing that, for stepping out of your comfort zone? You know, how could I ever repay you for, for doing that favor for me? And the little soul says, just remember who I am when it happens. And when we think about relationships of people that have hurt us, you know, in this life, but have really taught us, I mean, I've been hurt a lot, you know, through relationships because I was out of alignment, choosing out of alignment stuff, right? We all have, right? Mm -hmm. And we blame them, we blame them. But the more you understand about how we evolve, we evolve through our experiences. So when somebody shows up, you know, usually the ones that leave the impressions come in really fast, it's a fast relationship, and they go out really fast, right? And we're left with this experience. Now, what do we do with the experience? Well, if you look at it from the soul's perspective, if you look at it from the expanded version of us, you see it as an opportunity to expand your awareness of who you are 
and where you're vibrating, what you're attracting. So you can better dictate and control your own focus because you're creating all of it. We're creating all of it by way of our focus. And the more in touch we get with our own vibration, the better our experience is. The more we understand why we're choosing what we're choosing and how to choose differently. Hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. I'm going to jump over to something completely different. Um, because often in my interviews, you know, I speak about the new earth and uh, the topics like we're speaking about now and not so much about healing. And I was thinking about the other day that I bet a lot of people are um, suffering from physical ailments and, and pains. And there's so many different uh, pains we can have in our bodies. I'm just amazed how much our physical bodies can hurt in so many ways. And just as an example, like the summer, I started itching on my eye and I have no idea why. And I, to me, I interpret it as a metaphysical cause, but I cannot understand what it is. And I try to meditate on it. And uh, my question is, why do we have so many physical ailments and pains and diseases uh, that are in a way holding us back from this joy? It's because of at, everything is vibrational. So it's out of alignment manifestation. You cannot be in alignment and be ill or hurting. It's impossible. Now, there are, I'll go into that more in a second, but there are a lot of indications of this, a, a lot of um, stories written. Anina Morjani, I, I talk about her story all the time. I don't, I'm sure you know who she is. And when she explains her body died, her body covered in lesions, cancer for years, and it just ate away at her. She died. She went into alignment, left her physical vibration here, as all NDEs, as all everybody does. They leave it where there is vibrational agreement for it. She went on to have an experience to come back and tell us how she got sick and how she got well. Now, from all of that, her story, her story explains that. And what it boils down to is her fearful beliefs her fearful thoughts, the teachings, everything that was influenced into her, that she was creating her reality from, was out of alignment. Everything was out of alignment. And as she focused on trying not to get cancer, she talks about she was hell-bent on not getting cancer. On I have friends that are on the internet all day long, looking up ailments, looking up this, looking up the next why would you do that? What are you doing? Because when you, when you are focused on something, you are creating the experience of it. So when she went, when she released that, as she went up, let's say, and she left her physical vibration where in the sickness that it held, because there's contrast, she was healed. Now, when she came back, she refocused, knowing what she knew vibrationally, and brought that back, her body responded to her new vibration and she was healed. Now, you know, physical healing happens every day. People don't believe it. In A Course in Miracles, Jesus said, the reason people don't believe in the healing of the body is because they, with the symptoms of the body, you know, that's the last, it's the last manifestation of our out of alignment beliefs and understandings. We run into walls and boulders and arguments and all this stuff, but we continue down that path and we end up sick. And 
and Jesus said, is because they don't believe it. Because when you ask for healing, it is given. But the body responds to your vibration. The body is a manifestation of what you think about it. So if you say, okay, I believe that, that my soul will heal me, God will heal me, whatever you want, that vibration is of healing. There's no illness there. But then you look down and you see a rash or you see, you know, you have a pain in your side or whatever, whatever the illness is, or you're diagnosed with something, you know, you still see the symptoms of it because the body is a third dimensional utility, utility and the body must take time to respond to your shifted vibration. So the belief, you must have the belief. Now, I've done this on myself many times, and I am a testament to, yeah, it works. But the belief, if you, you have to switch your perspective, the belief is what brings the manifestation. It's not the other way around. The manifestation, as Abraham says, is old news. The manifestation is the product of the vibration that created it of your focus. So if you are always like, if you have that, you know, you have a scratchy eye. I woke up one morning, couldn't walk on my left knee. I couldn't put my weight on my left knee. I didn't even do anything to it. I got I out of it. That too. You did that, that too? <laughs> and I went, I what is walk. this? It this was so weird. Day, I couldn't walk on my leg. Well, mine went on for like a month. It would get better and worse. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So I would spend time at the office just walking around outside limping. And Joseph said, all we want you to do. Now, of course, it was for the experience of it. Nothing was wrong with my knee, but I, but I couldn't put weight on it. And so all we want you to do is, as you're walking, we want you to focus on your right knee. How does your right knee feel? And I did that. And I woke up one morning, gone. Just gone. As fast as it came, it went. So this is, our, this is the power of our beliefs. So the body manifests the out-of-alignment vibrations. It is an experience that we create by way of our focus. If the government says, you're going to get sick, go do this, and you go do that, it's out of alignment, first of all. It's all out of alignment. We have people dying every day from out-of-alignment um, medications throughout eons of time, throughout eons of time, medications that are created to um, combat, take note of the words I'm using, to combat a, a, a disease or something that was created by focus on it for a purpose, for a purpose of experimentation. That's one avenue of that. Um, to scientific stuff. But if somebody tells you you're going to be sick from this and you, and you, you know, I have friends that live in fear, live in fear. I'm going to go get this and I'm going to go get this. And they tell me this, they have no, they have no knowledge of anything they're saying, but they're going to do that anyway. So Joseph always told me, get the chemicals out of your body, get the chemicals out of your body, get the chemicals out of your body. And people say, well, I'm so sick. You know, I have people that come and say, you know, I was diagnosed with this. I have this throat thing. I can't talk. Well, how do you feel about that? It's, it's difficult. It's difficult for the human to, uh, to hear. You can heal it yourself when they're still feeling the pain. You know, it is difficult, but it is a shift in perspective because God doesn't create anything. Now, we refer to, we refer to God as the collective soul, your unique soul doesn't create anything from the out of alignment position, nothing. 
So that means everything that is created from the position, including everything that we create, obviously, this is universal law stuff. So everything that is created from the vibration of love cannot be anything but that when it is in its original form. Just like Anita, when she came back in that holding that vibration in her physical body, her physical body healed, and she's alive and well and enjoying her life and running around the world telling people about the manifestations of fear. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so even like breaking your leg or just stumbling, like all the these things have metaphysical um, causes. Well, you know, I said I have a, a, a teacher friend of mine, a, a spiritual teacher friend of mine who went to France and and she said, I said, how was how was it? Well, on day two, I was walking down this this uh, very steep hill and I fell. And I said, oh, you're right. You know, and she said, well, I got a couple scrapes. And and I really think that they were trying to tell me, you know, I have to hold off on this and hold off on that. And I think it could be a message for this. And I said, or you could have just stumbled, could have stumbled on a rock. I mean, we tr we make so much more out of things. We're still human. We still have a human body, you know, and there's still boulders in our way, you know. But if we if we get our soul involved in our day to day workings in our in our day-to-day -day, um lives they will be much more joyful and we won't trip as much we don't trip <laughs> as much, you know because they take us around the boulders vibrationally <laughs> uh, you know? all right could you say a, a few I, I see the time is running uh, but a few words about this new earth that is coming like how that will look like well it's funny you say that i was asked that last night um it will look as you intend it to look. Now remember, we are we are moving into a, a segment of discovery that um, brings with it or opens up with it our own responsibility, your own responsibility because everything is vibrational and no one or no thing can interrupt your vibrational focus. Nobody can create your vibrational manifestations but you. Nobody. You make your own choices vibrationally all the time. So the new earth, um, we ask, we are asked that all the time. And we say, how do you anticipate it looking? You will experience what you think it will look like. Now, we are in the process of creating our experience of it. It is what uh, we have referred to as uh, another Garden of Eden. Um, and if you read the book of Revelation, you will see that John describes it as uh you know when i personally i see it i build it in my mind and meditation all the time and there's a beach on one side and a mountain on the other and there's a big walkway of cherry trees and i have elements all over the place that in the third dimension could not exist in the same area but anything everything is possible so the new earth we are uh creating and are we are also creating the new aspect of us who will live there um you know they're already sitting over there in the vibration and in order for us to experience it we must expand to that vibration of beauty it is it's indescribable you can hear uh when you listen to the ndes and they talk about um they're they're all unique but they are all as equally beautiful and indescribable they say it's indescribable the colors the uh the landscape you know i visited um 
Telos vibrationally um, at Mount Shasta, fifth dimensional city inside the mountain. Um, the walls are, I mean, it's, it's unlimited in, in, uh, in space. It, it's almost indescribable, but the tables were crystals, big ruby crystal, huge was our table we sat at. The walls are marble, all um, beautifully sculpted, just gorgeous. What we call landscape is uh, everything put into place creatively, you know, because our creative side comes out and we create the beauty that we see. Um, so when you are in alignment, um, there are, you know, there are no limits. It is all possible. Everything that you describe, it's just complete beauty, everything built from love. Wow. It has been such a joy having you here, Cindy and uh, Joseph. <laughs> Thank you so much for showing up. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Big subject. It's a big subject. Very, very. And I'm I'm excited for what's going to come, even though I know it's going to be a bumpy ride as well. Uh, but maybe I don't want to believe that. So I intend don't believe that. Right. Yeah. We were talking to somebody last night who's starting a YouTube channel that's just gonna talk about moving toward the new earth instead of looking back and revisiting our old beliefs and why do we have this? We're not big on that, but um, you know, and, and rehashing all the third dimensional stuff. We say, we loved that journey. We loved it. It was tough because we were told it was tough. We struggled because we were told we would struggle because a lot of people made out of alignment to sit, but now we're moving forward. Let's look this way, you know, let's look forward and only talk about how we get there. What do we do? What's the shift? You know, how do we do that? How do we shift our beliefs and our understandings and, and just move forward? And I love that idea. And you're doing that too. You're bringing in, you know, the, the elements of the new earth as you talk to everybody. It's fabulous. And we are grateful for that. And bravo for showing up too. Thank Wonderful. You. Thank you. So, Cindy, there are three uh, questions that I ask all my guests. And the first one is, what is self-love to you? Uh. That's a tough one for me because I still struggle with it. But self-love is the love of the soul. It is the it is the true love of the soul that it doesn't it doesn't come from outside of us. It's not dependent on other people to love us in order to feel love. Um, it is it is an inside job. Um, and when you and that is the space of alignment is is the experience of self-love. And when you can feel it from your soul, the collective you, when you can feel the love of the oneness that you are, then not, no one can hurt you because there's there's none of that in that vibration. And you attract that, too. So you're creating from a whole different space. So that's what I say it is. It's the love, the, the collective soul love. Mm. Yeah. And what is happiness to you? Yeah, same thing. Mm. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's joy. It's alignment. Is is joy and abundance and happiness and love and all that stuff. And what is the deeper meaning of life from your perspective? My understanding is always expansion of this aspect of God. You know, this aspect that we are experiencing now, we've chosen to experience as the physical aspect of our soul, experiencing, cho we've chosen to come into this realm that is contrasting vibration to who we really are. So we can learn who we are 
and our ability to choose. This is where we develop our sixth sense, which is our vibrational acuity that takes us forward. No more physical stuff. We're, all, we're talking vibration now, you know, talking about vibration and moving into a whole new experience of who we are. I'm so inspired to just open up to even more joy. Like you really stressed that today. And uh, I've always intuitively felt that, but it's yeah. just good to have those reminders again and again that, oh, we're allowed to feel joyful. Oh my God. It's our yeah. job. It's our job. <laughs> Show it, feel it, throw it out there. You know, just we say all the time, just throw love at it. Throw love at everything. You know, my so word is. How can you... Yeah. <laughs> they throw, they would say, just vibrate love. And I say, throw love at it. Just throw it out there. Uh. You have to have a different perspective of everything. And when you shift your perspective to a vibrational one, understanding how vibration plays a role in the, it's the essence of who we are. We're energetic beings, you know. We are everything in the universe runs by vibration. Our language, you know, when the NDEs say, well, we had, you know, I was up there and, you know, I was having this conversation, but it wasn't words, you know. I don't know what it was. It was telepathic. It's vibrational communication. That's what it is. That's how I communicate with Joseph. That's how you communicate with your guides. That's how every channel communicates with their soul. And every one of your audience members has the ability to communicate vibrationally because we are universal beings and all communication is vibrational. That's how people talk to trees and animals. It's vibrational. It's all vibrational. So once you understand vibration, everything falls into place. And you understand your choosing and how you can create a reality for yourself of joy. Mm. Yeah. So, Cindy, how can people reach you if they want to connect with you and follow you? Um, we're on Instagram at the teachings of Joseph, and that's Joseph with an F at the end, um, J O S E F, and then at the teachings of Joseph.com. And we're on YouTube, same thing, teachings of Joseph. But you can reach all of those places on our website. Um, we would encourage everybody to watch the video on the front page of our website, The Evolution of the Human Aspect. It is a nine-minute vague overview of a uh, channeled message from Joseph, who is talking about the evolution of the human aspect mm -hmm. uh, through the third dimension. So it gives an overview of vibration. And so that's where we kind of start. Nice. Thank you for that. Well, thank, you. thank you so much for coming to the show today, both Joseph and Cindy. <laughs> thank you so much for having us. We appreciate what you're doing again and allow it to unfold. It'll just blow up. It's all in perfect timing. Just remember that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it.